Ezekiel 1, verses 1, 4, and 5, and 22 through 28. In the thirtieth year, in the fourth month, on the fifth day of the month, as I was among the exiles by the Chebar Canal, the heavens were opened, and I saw visions of God. As I looked, behold, a stormy wind came out of the north, and a great cloud with brightness around it, and fire flashing forth continually, and in the midst of the fire, as it were, gleaming metal, and from the midst of it came the likeness of four living creatures. Over the heads of the living creatures there was the likeness of an expanse, shining like awe-inspiring crystal, spreading out above their heads. And under the expanse their wings were stretched out straight, one toward another, and each creature had two wings covering its body. And when they went, I heard the sound of their wings like the sound of many waters, like the sound of the Almighty, a sound of tumult, like the sound of an army. When they stood still, they let down their wings, and there came a voice from above the expanse over their heads. When they stood still, they let down their wings. And above the expanse, over their heads, there was the likeness of a throne, in appearance like sapphire, and seated above the likeness of a throne was a likeness with a human appearance. And upward from what had the appearance of his waist, I saw, as it were, gleaming metal, like the appearance of fire enclosed all around. And downward from what had the appearance of his waist, I saw, as it were, the appearance of fire, and there was brightness around him, like the appearance of a bow that is in the cloud on the day of rain, so was the appearance of the brightness all around. Such was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. And when I saw it, I fell on my face, and I heard the voice of one speaking. Father, thank you for this beautiful vision, and I pray that what Ezekiel saw would still resonate with us today and inspire wonder and worship and awe. And I pray that your word would come alive in us as we meditate on it. In Jesus' name. In the thirtieth year, in the fourth month, on the fifth day of the month, as I was among the exiles by the Chebar Canal, the heavens were opened, and I saw visions of God. In like manner, Father, I pray that you would open our hearts and minds to see visions of God. I pray that you would touch our imaginations. We can be so distracted, and I pray that we would be disciplined to focus our hearts and our minds on the revelation of God from Scripture. And Holy Spirit, I pray that you would breathe on these truths and touch our hearts and our minds to see you in fresh and exciting ways. Captivate our hearts and our minds. Captivate us again today. You invite us to taste and see that the Lord is good. You are not just a thought or an idea, but you are the living God who in Jesus Christ rose from the dead, ascended and sent your spirit to dwell in us that we might have fellowship, real, meaningful interaction with the God of the universe. Would you open the heavens 
Open our minds. Give us visions of God. And as I looked, behold, a stormy wind came out of the north, and a great cloud with brightness around it, and fire flashing forth continually. And in the midst of the fire, as it were, gleaming metal, and from the midst of it came the likeness of four living creatures. And in the midst of our storms, would you illuminate truth? Would you flash forth into our lives? And regardless of our circumstances, would we see your glory? Over the heads of the living creatures, there was the likeness of an expanse, shining like awe-inspiring crystals spread out above their heads. Father, we cannot even conceive of what ultimate reality is like. We get so captivated by the things of this earth. Things which reflect your glory. You have made yourself known through what has been made, but we are in what C.S. Lewis calls the Shadowlands. And we recognize that the place where you dwell is the highest order of that which is. When you revealed yourself to Moses and he asked, who should I say sent me? You said, I am that I am. You are the fixed point of the universe. And I pray that our understanding would be elevated to a heavenly perspective. And under the expanse, their wings were stretched out straight, one toward another. And each creature had two wings covering its body. And when they went, I heard the sound of their wings like the sound of many waters, like the sound of the Almighty, a sound of tumult, like the sound of an army. When they stood still, they let down their wings, and there came a voice from above the expanse over their heads. When they stood still, they let down their wings. And we see here something of a depiction of the Ark of the Covenant that was in the temple in Jerusalem. But here, Ezekiel is in exile, and the glory of the Lord is showing up in Babylon, where it should not be. And yet, you keep pursuing your people. You keep showing up in the most unexpected places. And above the expanse, over their heads, there was the likeness of a throne, in appearance like sapphire. And seated above the likeness of a throne was a likeness with a human appearance. And upward from what had the appearance of his waist, I saw, as it were, gleaming metal like the appearance of fire enclosed all around. Father, we meditate on your throne today. that your throne is a symbol of your ultimate authority, that there is no ruler or power or principality that is elevated above you, but you have the ultimate say in all things. And your being, this manifestation of glory is enclosed with fire all around. Again, fire revealing the illumination of God the judgment and purification of God, the warmth and leadership and vindication and conquering power of God. And we both take great comfort that your throne is enclosed with fire, but we also stand with reverent awe that you will call every deed to account, 
You will weigh every word that has been spoken. You will mete out justice with finality, with pure and right judgment. And downward from what had the appearance of his waist, I saw, as it were, the appearance of fire, and there was brightness around him. Like the appearance of the bow that is in the cloud on the day of rain, so was the appearance of the rainbow all around him. The same expression which was used of the bow after Noah and his family came off the ark. That you hung your bow in the sky, putting up your weapon of war, knowing when it's appropriate to stop destroying. And here, the same weapon of war hanging above the throne, pointed upward into the heart of heaven, a symbolic representation of the sacrifice that would one day be required to reconcile mankind with God. And this self-sacrifice, this is your radiant glory. In the same way that the elder announced that the lion of the tribe of Judah has overcome so that he can open the seals and then a lamb as though it has been slain steps onto the scene in Revelation chapter 5. So here your conquering power is coupled with your self-giving humility. Such was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. And when I saw it, I fell on my face and I heard the voice of one speaking. And I pray that we would see your glory today, your radiant splendor, your loftiness and your beauty, your power and your wonder, and at the same time, your approachability, your tenderness and patience, your long-suffering and joy. And we too would fall on our faces in worship. There is none like you. There is no one higher or greater. There is no one who deserves our affection and our attention like you do. Arrest us again today. Captivate us. And as we fall prostrate before you, may we hear the voice of one speaking, the voice of one. Silence all the other voices. May we hear you speaking to us today. Thank you that you are the God who speaks. Speak, Lord, for your servants are listening. In Jesus' name, amen.